I try to do more long kind of tuba. Yeah, I'm trying to change it up every time. That's good. Trying to draw it out. more Ghostbusters siren. Whoa, guest in. Another guest back, folks. Actually, the same guest as last week, Pat and Allison. Oh, yep. Former person who he says he's a current person formerly lived in england former expat former expat also professor mechanical engineering we talked about universities last time we did we said we were going to talk about universities again this time but you know what we may we may not we might we we might switch it up we're just going to pivot as well we're talking about we don't really know what we're talking about but i think it's a quick question for you he's gonna start it off Um, what would your be, what would your advice be to the, for the folks out there who might want to get a degree to be the next Tiger King? Ooh. Is that more of a trade school thing? <laughs> Is that more of a, I, I think know, it's street I apprenticeship. Think, I think you, you have to do definitely an opening. You have to do an apprenticeship in homelessness for a while. <laughs> okay. Right. So there's definitely a homelessness apprenticeship you have to do. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. It's more of like a lifestyle. Yeah. If you did want to go the Maybe. academic and route to becoming the Tiger King, though, there's is zoology. Is that a degree? I feel like that's a degree, right? That's a degree. Yeah. yeah. So that would probably be right in the wheelhouse. That would help. Yeah. But, but that would not that would just give you Tiger like Prince. Tiger King requires additional yeah. graduate yeah, yeah. work. Right. There's more rigor. You need 10,000 yeah. 10, yeah. hours of something. 10,000 hours of, yeah. Of Tiger time. Of trashiness. Yeah. 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 You've got to wear a, a gun on on your hip for ten thousand hours. Aren't, yeah, aren't there a straight. bunch of your, your uh, mullet has to reach a certain length, and then you're yeah. allowed to uh, be promoted. Yeah, right. Okay. Also, there's awesome. like you know you got to have um, uh, the ability to have sing a bunch of songs, country songs about animals, and that's that is do? true. And he's like a bunch of uh, and do music videos. So oh my god, so, those songs are amazing. So, so audio and recording is definitely a big part of it. Um, yeah, <laughs> we are down one uh, podcaster here. I don't. Well, maybe we should pause yeah. for a second. Actually, no, no. I think we should keep going. Keep going. I because I well I just I had a when on the break we were talking about like how you. Patton were like um, switching to online classes Mm -hmm. and I'm curious like do you think there might be something there for the future like some classes are are already online but like we have like an entire workforce of professors switching to online courses like are are people gonna be like why don't we just do this all the time or is it or is it so clunky it's like everyone's barely hanging out um it's clunky (laughs) right now because there's no like uniform way of them telling us this is how you should do it right so 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 like right now like you know academic twitter basically says you are not online teaching you are remote teaching online teaching is like a formalized thing that you prepared for and you tuned your course for that and there's lots of courses like again i'm biased because i'm in engineering like how do you do labs Right. So like right now, the yeah. way the way they're doing right. labs is yeah. and, and the poor TAs for these labs, they have to go in even under quarantine now, do the lab, fill themselves doing the lab. And then they send the data to students and the students do the processing from home. Like So that doesn't work very well in an online yeah, format. Because you got to because there's a lot of hands on this. You're trying yeah. to learn there. Uh, design projects. Like how do you do like senior design and things like that? That doesn't tune yeah. very well. You know, more more like theory based courses. Sure, you could do that. I think there is something to be said for the face-to-face contact and then being able to ask you a question directly or talk to you after oh, class. Sure. 
Yeah, you know, right. you know, a lot of my job also as like as like an educator is much more than just teaching. It's also like you know, students coming up to me asking about grad school and what should I do here and about you know how how should I best apply for a job or what you know, mentorship. kind of like the, yeah, kind of exactly the mentorship aspect and that isn't sure you can do it through a Zoom call, right? But right, you know, you definitely yeah, there's some je ne sais quoi missing. Yeah, uh, when you're not physically present, yeah. do you get a sense that the students aren't learning as uh, you know? It's well? really hard because so like or there's two ways. Maybe. There's two ways of doing the lectures now, right? You either do like not, like some professors are doing live Zoom classes, right? Where like yeah, you're yeah, live on live. Zoom with 50 people, and That's I'm showing crazy. my screen, you yeah. know. And sometimes that works. You know, I, I didn't like that because you know some students don't have good internet at home. Sometimes they can't make the time to keep maintain the same class schedule now in quarantine. Is I yeah. think you know, kind of not, not really a realistic expectation, but like when I do my, sure. when I do my recording separately and upload them, I have no feedback from students now. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like, I, luckily one of my grad students is taking my undergraduate course for fun and he's pretty brutal with me. He's like, yeah, this, this, you know, he said, it's definitely a difference in terms of, he, he he's even told me like, you're not as excited on the recording as you are sitting in front of the class walking around. And that's completely true. Like, I, I notice it myself. I'm like, I'm sitting behind a mic like I am right now. And it's hard to be really animated about math when do you're you sitting you're down. More, do you <laughs> yeah. think you I, sound more animated now than you do when you're recording? Oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm not doing a derivation in front of you, right? Maybe we should just be a part of every single one and just yeah. like yeah. provide yeah. color commentary. Yeah. So, so he's like, you sound, he is brutal. He's like, you're very monotone and very boring. I'm like, okay, thanks. Jeez. But, is but it it's possible true. to like, to like, wear a mic and like walk around while you're I, doing it i thought about that but you know i've already committed to this mic um right right yeah but yeah, uh, a, that yeah. was an idea of, of me doing a walk but it's harder because i have to be writing as well so it's like am i gonna be walking around holding my tablet in my arms writing you know it's hard right. to you know yeah man. In the arms of yeah an angel. yeah <laughs> i have a tablet yeah. so i i think there are some classes you could say okay this could be done online i do think you have to put a financial value like i don't understand how online courses are the same price as in person exactly, classes yeah you That's know that was going to be my next question i um, think like if the if the technology were better like if you had a big whiteboard that also like you know cameras like mapping out where you're yeah. writing so you're actually physically up and moving and then you yeah. get like, a little mic here and there's camera so so most most the professors in our department who teach online courses like for our online master's degree they have that like like a little studio set up in the department to do that oh right? yeah but now we don't have access to that little studio no mm. right so I want, like is it is it possible because you're saying you're not you don't you're not really getting feedback from the students i wonder if like zoom if this could be like a well i hold request. i hold office hours over zoom twice a week during okay. my regular class time so i actually do That's more cool. i actually do more office hours now than i did before because now i have less contact but no one comes to them yeah right, uh, right. Yeah. so is there a way to track like attendance Kind of. So I can. So when I post a recording, I can see who's downloaded it. So I can tell what okay. I can tell if the class is keeping up with the recordings or not. You should yeah. just say a keyword in like the middle, or like just send a random location, <laughs> yeah. and like have the students email you the keyword. I do just that. Like you know, I do that. Pineapple. I do that for my syllabus because no one reads the syllabus, right? Yeah. That's right. So awesome. in my, so I, I love you that. know, I, I tell them read the syllabus, read the syllabus, read the syllabus. And I'll put like a random paragraph about something in my syllabus. Okay. That's so like, awesome. like this year, what I put this year? This year I put a paragraph. Um, I Hopefully think your students don't listen. So they get the, get the, get, well, the game's over. Well, I put a new paragraph every, I get a couple sentences every 
um, every semester. So something random, like I think like last semester I put something about like Thomas the Tank Engine, right? And then oh, and then I'm, on, working, I'm working on a Thomas the Tank Engine project nice. right now. Nice. And then on the, nice. on the, on the first on the first quiz, I asked him what was the random thing I put in the syllabus. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, but you, you know, should the tell ho- your students about our podcast so we get more listeners. Though. I could, yeah. <laughs> tell Tom, them that the answer Tom's to the test is buried in Tom's one of the podcasts, yeah. and then we'll get a bunch of different listens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell them to send us money. Yeah. 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 Patreon. <laughs> yeah, how, how's that, how's that Patreon going? I don't believe we have a dollar yet. I, sh- okay. I don't know. No. I haven't been on the Patreon no. in a minute. Yeah. So, but, Eddie's. Mm-hmm. Eddie's iPad is collecting dust and it Wilson is actually so but obsolete. I might, oh, is that I one might, of the gifts? Uh, is that one of the tiered gifts? The yeah, thousandth, top tier. The might, thousandth Patreon subscriber gets his like the tenth. Yeah, it'll be the tenth now. <laughs> I might try to um, um, trade that in. To yeah. Upgrade. So then. Oh, did you really? No, no, I didn't. I'm just saying I might. So I got, got a pivot question for you, Patton. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, do you think they listen to podcasts as much as they do? A podcast? Do you think they listen to podcasts as much in England as they do here in the states? Because it seems I, like it's a wildfire. I here. don't know. So I think a lot of the uh, they might. So a lot, a lot of podcasts revolve around commuter culture, right? Yeah, right. So you know, people aren't driving in the UK as much, but I imagine yeah, people like train, in London though. taking the taking the tube, yeah, or on the train, yeah. So I imagine tube. the tube. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good opportunity <laughs> to try the gap. bad accents. Yeah. Everybody bust out their uh, British accent. Yeah, what's your? Let's hear your. Do you have a good British accent? I have no. I I have no accent whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. That's My funny. hardest part was getting used to like local, like kind of like slang in Cambridge. Yeah. And, oh, and, you know, and compared yeah. to the U.S., like there's a much bigger vocal variety in the U.K. Even though the country's like like all of the U.K. is the size of Michigan and Ohio combined. That's that's the size of right. the U.K. Right. And um, the amount of like vocal variety and like not dialects, but like different phrasing for things is amazing to me. Like when I started working in, in yeah, Cambridge, yeah. the the technicians there would every morning come up to me and say, you all right? And I would be like every morning, like, man, do I look like shit or like, what? you know, do <laughs> oh my I, God, do I not look good? drives me crazy. <laughs> and, and that is how they would say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Right? yeah. What was and the thought, thing in Texas, Matt? Uh, what God, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, what do you know? know? Yeah, this guy said, "What do you know?" to me, and I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, what the fuck kind of open question is that? Yeah, yeah. So so I found that I have a university education in. uh, God, where do I begin? Uh, Things that I know. I have a list. Yeah, Um, Yeah. but yeah, the response to "You all right?" is "You all right?" Oh, really? Yeah, you all right? You all right? right. Yeah, right. Oh my god! How yeah. about like, like telling them? It's like telling them you are right. Have a cuppa, like a cup of tea or something. That like was that. a big th- yeah. So uh, you know, at like two or three p.m. every day, like everything would kind of shut down, and everyone would go and have tea or coffee or whatnot. But you were definitely like, wow. like, would you say cuppa though? No, I wouldn't. But people like the, the actual Brits. It's funny because the la- the lab I worked in in Cambridge was there were very few British people actually in the lab. It was very international. Mm. Um, I, I, it's funny cause you know, I went to England to have that kind of experience of living in Britain and meeting, you know, having friends from there. And mm-hmm. in my workplace, there was only two Brits out of like 50. <laughs> That's why yeah. they Brexited. Wow. Right yeah. there. Hey, look at that. Finger on the um, pulse. The Brits. How long would they break for tea? I was, it was, PM, it was like half an hour. Three. It was actually pretty wow. orchestrated that it was not like, I'm going to sit there and, mm. you know, you know, not do anything for two hours. I got a question. We, oh, yeah. oh, 
Are we talking about Timor? I uh, I got something. I got I got a, I got a thing about the Brits. Quick. Okay. So, <laughs> um, let me do my British thing. No. Okay. Uh, okay. In the in so when I was teaching in China, all the other teachers in our school were from the UK. Um, okay. And oh. so we had some. Um, I remember one of them was talking about in his work, he would arrive at like the work site and then he would give everyone a brew, which okay. I thought, wow, that seems really irresponsible. To uh, really early, beer yeah. Right away. Yeah. He meant like a tea. Yeah. Did they, you they, ever they, come across that? Like, so it depends. Uh, like, it depends on the culture, right? So in in my lab, right, you had the technicians who were typically middle-aged uh, blue-collar Brits. Mm-hmm. And then you had the grad students who were from all over, you know, right, uh, right. you know, p- people, people in their mid-20s. And then you had the actual, like, faculty, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a, you know, Britain has much more of a class structure than we do in the U.S. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Especially to the point where, like, I don't know, I feel like in the U.S. everyone feels like I'm on my way to my next million, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. So, so well, that's we, how we started we this podcast. Yeah, we, we discussed that at one yeah, point, we right? Like we're we're saying like everyone everyone has this like inflated idea. Yeah. idea. You can make it, right? Well, and that or and just they also that, have that studies they, that they identify as being in a higher social class than they are in the US. Yeah, like, exactly. Systematically, yeah. everyone thinks they're like middle to upper class, and it's like yeah. So I, I think in the UK, people are much more accepting hmm. of their class, maybe. Oh, okay. That that's okay. Kind of, was kind of my impression. So, you know, okay. the technicians would kind of stick together and hang out together and the faculty would hang out together. I'm sure that maybe the same thing would happen in the US, but, um, you know, the the technicians definitely would come in every morning and have their tea right when they showed up. Like that was like, they, were, like, you know, they would clock in and have tea. Nice. And then after lunch, are they having or cup or gray? Is there you, is there a specific type of tea that most people it's, have? It's black tea. It's generally black, black tea. It doesn't matter what if, if it's English breakfast or Earl Grey or Irish tea. It was black tea. I mean, the biggest brands there are like PG Tips, which is just like a generic black tea. Okay, nice yeah. PG Tips. Cool. Shout out at us, PG Tips. Yeah, yeah. hit us up on yeah. the Patreon. I got a question. Support us. So in America, you know, we have we have a we all are from America. We have shout cons- out, shout out to America. You at us, America. Does yeah, I wonder if there's a Twitter handle at USA. You should add them. But anyway, yeah, we know like don't talk social media on the pod, bro. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't talk shop. Get uh, that nasty <laughs> social media out of here. Uh, we know generally like the regions of United States and what they mean, like the South, the Midwest, the East Coast, the West Coast. Like we have a sense of what that kind of Mm-hmm. person much is. sums it up you know there's montana as well uh but what is um what give us give us like a rundown of like england uh like, like groupings there yeah so, okay so i'm not best the most informed person on this because i only lived in one well place. this is wild conjecture but so. yeah is, okay yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I will wildly conject and hopefully not be too stereotypical on this so the crazy thing about the uk is just like we have you know re, like midwest northeast west coast kind of different cultures they obviously yeah. have that too except much closer together right mm, so there's definitely right, a big right. a big separation between if you grew up or live in london versus if you go london uh, town even up to cambridge Sorry. which is only 40 miles north right how many uh, kilometers north is it uh they do miles out there still yeah Damn, so man. the uk is really weird on units because they use both UK does miles they do both they miles do- and metric yeah okay. so like oh. if you're driving if, if you're Whoa. if you're driving it's in miles Whoa. and miles per hour but like, uh, if you're doing Strange. like, if you're measuring like like how big is your computer screen, you're going to give it to you in millimeters, like things like that. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So and they well use confusing. stones, right? Is that that's a weight? Yeah. Of some sort, yeah. Right? So a stone, a stone is fourteen pounds. What a random. 
Yeah. And pounds are also money. Yeah. Pounds, pounds that are money, yeah. <laughs> What's going or, or, on over or, there? Or pounds, well, it's really, it's pounds sterling, right? Mm. It's a pound of sterling. That's what it's supposed to represent. Uh, yeah. I'm just over 13 um, so stone. Where does Cockney come from? Okay, so this one I only know hey, um, because of, you know that um, uh, that YouTube channel where they eat hot wings? I think it's hot, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hot Wars, Hot Wars, yeah. So I only know this from this, and it's because Idris Elba was on there, and they asked oh, him about, yeah. Cock, about Cockney. And so Cockney is supposed to be a region in London. Oh, yeah, I around, looked this up one time. Around some church, um, and it was, you lived within three miles of this church. So basically where, from where you could hear the bells of this church. And so the huh. the Cockneys then were this group Cockney. of people. Say it again. Was it Church of Saint Cockney? Probably I, not. Uh, maybe that's that's a big conjecture. <laughs> so <laughs> Alfred Cockney. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know where the name Cockney comes from, but the Cockneys would have a particular dress style where they would have like these like kind of they look like beads or shells embroidered on their jackets. So oh. so you could only call yourself a Cockney if you grew up within three miles, like a three mile diameter around this particular church in London. It and was called like the dialect, Church of yeah. St. Mary LeBeau. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's it, yeah. On London's cheap side since yeah. It was destroyed time. in 1666, so these guys got history. Yeah. Oh, a cockney is deemed to be one born with an earshot of the sound of St. Mary LeBeau's bell. So your conjecture was right, Patton. Two well, no, no, it was, was not a conjecture. It was oh. a hearsay from Idris Elba. Oh, okay. Well, Idris oh. Elba was correct. Yeah. yeah. But Shout out. What if you just but hit the, the bell whole really thing about loud? Cockney is the accent, right? Yeah, so, but like I, they I suppose, developed a separate type of. I mean, I suppose it could be kind of like saying like like a Brooklyn accent, right? Within the sure, sure, yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, it's so wild that an accent can develop in such a small like small radius. region. Yeah, but yeah, so, yeah. so like the going back to Tom's original question, like the regions of of England. So like yeah. London yeah. definitely is treated very differently. Like people like that's like the city. Right, and so that's what culture, they call it the city. Yeah, so when you say you're going to the city, you mean you're going into London. Um, mm-hmm. But so you have like East Anglia, which is kind of like the eastern part of of the country. You have the Midlands, which is like Manchester, um, Birmingham up, up north. You have the full mm-hmm. north, which is like where York is. So like the full north is like down in Abbey country, oh, like where wow. Down Abbey is supposed to be. Nice. Uh, then you have like Cornwall, which is like the little peninsula that sticks out in the southwest. That's like the uh, that's where you want to go for a beach vacation in England. Yeah, right? so people go like they also go to Brighton, which is on like just south of London on the south coast. Uh, I like so I I grew up in Miami, Florida, so my definition of a beach is much different oh. than a British version, <laughs> like a British Wait, definition uh, yeah. of a beach. Um, but yeah, they they have they basically don't have like sandy beaches; they have like pebble beaches. Ooh, yeah. Get out of here! Is that so, where the golf course is? Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach? No, Pebble Beach is in uh, Mon- Monterey <laughs> in California. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fuck, I was way off it. on that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like by San Francisco, like an hour south of San Francisco. No room for conjecture on that one. No. <laughs> so the, the big Brooke, call, of course, no out there is St. Andrews, and that's in Scotland. So St. Andrews in yes. Scotland. Yeah. So Scotland also is its own thing, and that is an entire separate culture, a separate oh, po- political I love being. Scotland. Yeah. Do you still keep ties with, uh, with your some Scottish of your friend? British... Uh, so it's funny. So the the one the one uh, British guy is still working in the lab. So he's still there. I talked to him every once in a while. The other person I knew was the wife of one of my coworkers, and that coworker was Australian. And now they moved to Melbourne in Australia. So now she's living in Melbourne. So okay, yeah. But she do but we, she grew up ahead, in Britain. Sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. Do you know? Do we know who owns the Isle of Man? What, what, no, that, I get confused also by all those little islands and isn't that. That's a part of the UK, is it? I think so. That that it's in a Jersey, self-governing 
British Crown dependency in the Irish Sea. Is it in is the it, Commonwealth? Is it like? Isn't it kind of like Puerto Rico or something like like that for us? I guess. Definitely. I'm just, look at, I'm just looking beautiful. at the map here. You know they do that motorcycle race. Bit about this. Yeah. It's so crazy. The the uh, Isle of Man TT TT. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, TT stand for? No idea. It's a race. Time trial. It's a, yeah, it's motorcycle a, race. Motorcycle. Yeah. Dude, Google wow. YouTube. Oh my God, it's incredible. Did These you guys just say go Google YouTube? That sounds insane. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> First, read about YouTube. Google YouTube. Then figure out if there's videos of this. <laughs> My my coworker always asks me to like search for like YouTube videos, and I always just Google them. Yeah. First, and he's like, "Well, just go to YouTube first." I'm like, "I don't, man. It's the same thing, isn't it?" He's like, "No, you focus it into go- into YouTube." That's true. And, and we learned recently that YouTube is the second largest search engine after Google. Second. Oh, yeah. YouTube is okay. Yeah. 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 I, ha- I was helping. I was helping this older professor out the other day, and he needed to check his email, and so he would he would open it in an Explorer. And okay. then he would type Google into the search bar, into like the, and then the, from there the, go to the Yahoo, and then he would go to, and then he would go to the Google page, and then in the Google search bar he would type Gmail, oh. <laughs> and then he, and then, and then he would bring it up. Was that a joke? Is he joking with you? No, this is the guy Hopefully was like the, the guy was like six, in his late sixties, and don't I'm tell guessing him about if he doesn't know how to get to his email, he's not listening to. Podcasts. I'm pretty sure he has no idea how to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if oh you are God. listening, uh, shout out to him, though. Shout out to you. Yeah. I hope you're not on my tenure committee, but yeah. See yeah. him on the pod. The, yeah. The thing is, like, technology is overrated, which Matt has a lot of theories about how Silicon Valley is controlling us. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. this guy's got it all figured out by not really using, you know, technology. Yeah. You just use these little methods to bypass silicon valley a little yeah. bit you know by typing in gmail into google mm. he's just trying like he's just trying to frustrate throw, the, the fbi guy watching his screen yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that's how you unlock that's how you unlock legendary mullet <laughs> Ooh, that's do they have a silicon valley in england do they have a hot tech hub i guess it's probably yeah london. is there a tech uh hub? yeah london is definitely it uh cambridge definitely while i was there they had like cambridge is definitely growing as a tech hub and as as like a biotech hub as well Ooh. So uh, Cambridge nice. was crazy because Cambridge is a really Bio-hacking. small town. It's like uh, the, the entire city is like, I don't know, 200,000 people, including the students. Mm. And all these companies were building like Google and all the biotech firms were building like offices around Cambridge. And so the mm-hmm. traffic was just becoming impossible because Cambridge, like half of Cambridge is pedestrian only or like mm. bike only. Mm. So you can imagine bringing, having all this traffic of people coming in to the city that as for a city, you know, like like. You know, the city is a thousand years old. So, you know, it's, it's a city not designed for cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I was, um, it's older than I was, that, isn't it? Say it again. That's older than that, isn't it? Uh, well, the, univer- like, the university is from 1200. So the university is at least that old, but it was like a farming. Oh, I was thinking of Cam- or thinking of London. I got my wife. Oh, yeah. London, London's much older. London's ro- ro- Roman. Yeah. Older yeah. Or Roman as a city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was stuck in London for a couple days uh-huh. uh, last year because we had a passport issue, and oh, so we couldn't right. get on our flight. I remember Pasaporta. that. Pasaportos. Yeah, you always have and passport issues. That's kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever, if you yeah. want to get a passport issue, you just call Matt. He'll hook you <laughs> yeah, up. right. Yeah, I'll help you out. He's. Well, that's going to be one of our first class offerings as part of Wild Conjecture University. Yeah. One that I almost got. How to mess up paperwork. Got real. Yeah. I almost got really like in trouble because I I put like when I got my ticket when I you know 
bought my ticket, I put my name as Matt Script, mm-hmm. and then in my passport, it's Matthew. Oh no! And oh, that God. was, and they're like, "Who are you?" They kind of like gave a me really a, easy at, thing. at customs. They gave me a little slap on the wrist. Yeah, we when when my wife and I would tra- like, get in here, but you're next time you're done. <laughs> and my wife and I would travel. We would always get questioned at customs as like uh, going back into the UK, like what we were doing there, because we had a you know I had a work visa to be there, and um, they would always ask. Well, the first time they asked us, "Are you two related?" And I said no, and she said yes. At the oh. same time, oh, no. and then, and the guy the guy got really like 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 you guys have to get your story straight. And I'm like, we're married. I hope we're not related. Oh, nice. And nice, then nice. and then she go and then she like hit me. She's like, we're married, stupid. We're related now. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess was, that's true. I was coming over the border with some friends. Uh, we like went rock climbing just like into Canada. Uh-huh. We we're on our way back, and my friend driving was like, th- she's like, um how do you know everyone in the car? And he had like, he had just met my one friend who okay. I brought along with me. So like he just met him that day and he was like, well, we're friends from rock climbing. We rock climb together. And I, I don't know him. I just met him. <laughs> and she was like, okay, pull your car around. Uh, yeah, the car. <laughs> and, like, oh, and, we, and we got like searched and stuff. And it was, I don't I was know. Just like, Dude, what? Why? That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great. Man. Uh, so did you do much like traveling around yeah. uh, Britain when uh, you were there? We did quite a bit. So that was the second in time in Europe. Yeah, that was the second time I actually lived in, in Britain because in undergrad, I did a study abroad at Oxford for the summer. Damn. Um, oh, so you have a little bit of... That was kind of what... Dra- you dabbled in both ponds. Yeah, that's kind of what dragged me... Posh stuff. What pulled me back to wanting to live in the UK was that experience of, of, like, of like study abroad. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I, I did. Okay. I did. I did a lot more travel uh, of, within England in college, because like we had like it, classes were only four days a week, and we had three day weekends. And like train travel is is pretty cheap out there, you yep. know. And it's pretty easy to get around. Respect uh, channel. Yeah, and then nice. with my you know with my wife, like luckily in my lab group, we went to a lot of conferences, so we went to a lot of places um, in, in mainland Europe as well. My, 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 the professor I worked for there, he was Greek. And so he was really nice. And we would go to his house in, in Athens and go to the oh, beaches wow. there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Damn. Um, that sounds very nice. Yeah. But, but definitely my favorite place to travel was, was, was Scotland. You know, I know oh, Tom, you, you, yeah. you, and, you and Sarah love Scotland. So we, I went to Scotland a, a few God, times Scotland. and then towards the end, right before I left, Never been. one of my friends Yo. from grad school came up and we did like a road trip through all of Scotland. Oh, and that was that was amazing. Dude, yeah. that sounds awesome. Dude, When's the best time to travel? Didn't you have a breakdown in yeah, the middle of Scotland though? So Scotland, um, definitely not winter because it's really snowy up there and it still okay. rains all the time. But in the summer, Ooh, it rains nice all the time. Up. So, so it's always there, like, there's there's there, like rain, there's yeah. there's uh, okay and worse, right? <laughs> uh, but I, when I remember, have any saunas and castles there? They tons, of, tons of castles for sure. Um, and it just like you're driving down the road and you see a castle just off the side of the road, um, especially countryside. Uh, but yeah, but Tom, to your point, yeah, we, we did have a bad breakdown. So my friend and I, he works for Raytheon in LA and he luckily had, he brought his, his work phone with him because he was still technically on call kind of. And so we rented a car and we're driving, we wanted to drive all the way up the Northern coast of Scotland, which is like, there's nothing out there. Okay. And it was pouring rain, and we're driving along this road. This is the main highway, and I say highway in deep quotations. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a single lane road, and yeah. every 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 half mile there was a pullout. So if there was two cars coming up together. You would have one one person would have to pull off and wait for their <laughs> car to come by. Whoa. Yeah, 
And so wow. how do you we know did, who gets who pulls off? Uh, the pull-offs are only on one side of the road, oh. so you can tell which one it is. Got it, got it. Got uh, it. I thought it was like a chicken situation. Yeah, like, like, I'm not I pulled off, off last well, time, Well, yeah. the, the problem is if, if, if <laughs> both pull off at the same time and crash. Well, the problem is if you're going over a hill, you don't see the car from far away, so sometimes it does become a chicken situation. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it was raining really, really hard, and we're in the middle of nowhere, and uh, so my friend is driving, and he pulls Probably off. Probably gorgeous, in, but. Like, it's gorgeous, like, but he pulls off into one of these little pullouts. And he goes to pull back onto the road, and there's a puddle, and he hits the puddle. Where the puddle wasn't a puddle. It was a pothole like a foot deep. Ooh. Okay? And, and we basically, oh. we, we, no- we knocked the tire off the rim. Okay? And so, <laughs> and so <laughs> like a classic. Yeah. And so now we get, rolls away. We, we get out of the car. So, so now this is like two engineers trying to figure out how to change a tire under a car in the rain. Okay? <laughs> Super classic. <laughs> Put that degree to work. Yeah. yeah. Except, and, except in rental cars in the UK, story. there's no spare tire. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they don't want you getting, I guess, liability. I think also in the U.S., if you look at in the U.S. or rental cars, you won't find a spare either. Um, yeah. Damn Because you could just like put it on horribly wrong and then like. Yeah. Or hurt yeah, yourself and then blame yeah, the car, just, like sue the car, especially yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're looking for the spare forever. We can't find it. Um, they had they had a little like, infl- like automatic inflator, like a little electric inflator. And we tried that oh, for it's nice. Well, we tried it for an hour until we realized, oh, the the, t- <laughs> the tire's not flat. It's just not on fully on the rim anymore. Mm. So it was never going to reinflate. Mm. Uh, but now wow. we're, we're in the middle of nowhere, and um, I have no cell signal. Okay, and on the GPS, we love we still have a, we have a GPS built into the car, sat nav as they call it, and uh, the nearest town is about six miles. And when I say Damn. town, I mean like like crossroad. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, his phone, his phone doesn't have signal. His work phone from Raytheon has one little tiny bar. <laughs> so we're trying to call. We ran it through Enterprise, and we're trying to call Enterprise, and we had to do it like twenty times because the call kept getting dropped. Oh God! Oh, right. Oh, my God. And finally, God. we 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 told them, and they were sitting on a, a a tow truck, but the tow they gave the tow truck driver the wrong directions, like the wrong GPS coordinates, and so the tow truck driver got lost. So we were out there for like four hours sitting oh, my there. God. <laughs> And then they and then they, then they had to tow the the car to the nearest city, which was Inverness, and it was it was a two and a half hour tow. Oh my Jesus. god! Yeah, so we were sitting in in the tow like in the, in the tow truck with uh, this guy, and this is right around, this is right after Brexit happened, and so oh. Scotland was very very heavily anti Brexit because they just voted like two years before to stay in the UK, right? So and, and the re- main reason they stayed in the UK is because they wanted the benefits of being in the EU. So they, if they had left the UK, they wouldn't, they wouldn't immediately have those benefits. Um, anyway, so uh, Scotland voted heavily to remain. And so this guy asked us um, about uh, what we thought about Brexit. Uh, well, first of all, he asked us what we thought about Trump. And, and you know, my friend and I are both fairly liberal. And we're like, oh, we're, you know, we're not a fan. And then he asked us, oh, what do you think about Brexit? And then, and then we realized we had found like the one conservative Brexiteer in Scotland. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it was really awkward because we were basically talking about This is the like, first five minutes too. This is the first five minutes of a two hour, what ended up being a two hour drive. And we're, <laughs> and we're sitting in, 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 like a, in like a tow truck. So it's just a bench. It's just the three of us sitting across from each other. <laughs> Who was in the middle? Was it you? I was in the middle, of course. Yeah. Oh, God. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So. He asked you about Brexit, yeah. and you guys like expressed your like like, like disdain and, and like okay. saying this is this is garbage, you know. Because bre- Brexit, the, the the motivations for Brexit are very similar to the motivations behind Trump's campaign of right. immigration yeah. and taking back control and things like that. Yeah, um, and bre- Brexit was the exact same thing. 
Um, so was it like a real quiet ride after? Yeah, did he, really quiet. What was he? Did he try to defend it, or is he just like, well? Oh yeah, know. yeah. No, he definitely tried to defend it, and you know, basically, luckily, luckily, the radio got turned on, and that kind of uh, nice filled the void. Nice no passive aggressive move. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So go to well, Scotland, but uh, maybe don't, don't, don't do well, it. Well, if you're liberal, don't, don't look out for that one tow truck driver. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, Scotland is beautiful. And, you know, I really love Edinburgh as a city. Like, it's an amazing city. I, I feel like Edinburgh is like the, like a purely, like, I give a feeling like, like an academic city, you know, because everywhere you look around, like, even more so than London, because London feels very modern, but Edinburgh doesn't feel that modern. It feels kind of oh, like the way you would think about, yeah. like, like, like in Dickens and, and stuff like that. It feels ancient. Yeah. Like, what was it? I mean, there's a castle like? just in the, yeah, Distance in the middle of this it, giant hill. It's like glorious. Yeah, the city's did built you, around a hill with a castle on it. Did you feel like this sense of the history when you were at yeah. Cambridge? Like, oh, definitely, question. definitely. That, so, so Cambridge is so bizarre. That I think a lot of Americans don't have a perspective on unless yeah. you really experience. So, it, right? so Cambridge definitely gives you a much different perspective because I'll say this up front: Cambridge, living in Cambridge, is like living in a bubble. You don't really get an experience for what it's. I don't, I don't think it's a true experience of what it's like to live and work in Britain, mm. right? Um, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much like. I mean, it's a college town, but it's not like you know. It's not a college town like you know, like saying you're in Ann Arbor or like here in East Lansing. Um, yep. You know, in in shout out in uh, Big shout out. Go East blue, Lansing. go blue, go green. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, what was I say? So Cambridge, the university is split up into different colleges. And the colleges aren't like what we think about here, like, uh, you know, College of Engineering or College of Natural Science and things like that. Each of the colleges stem from being an independent monastery. So basically, the way Cambridge and Oxford started was a bunch of monks from different sects of monasticism got together and said, OK, I'll put my monastery here and you'll build yours next door. And we'll build a, we'll build a big, massive wall around it so that way no one comes and robs all of our uh, Christian jewels. Beer. Yeah. Or beer. <laughs> And mm. and then we can Shout talk out. to each Trappist. other. Trappist monks. Yeah. So so each of the each of the colleges kind of operate independently within Cambridge, and and so you, when you apply to Cambridge, you don't apply to university. You apply to the individual college. Mm. So some colleges might have different specialties. Some of them are different ages. So like the oldest one there is is from twelve hundred. The What's newest. It called? Uh, crap. That's a weird I, name. The College of New Learning. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember now. There's third, there's, College of there, crap. There, there's third. Oh, oh, Peter Peterhouse. Peterhouse College is the oldest one. It's from it's from 1200. Um, so it, like so so the, the the building there has original walls from 1200. Yeah. So you definitely when you go into these into these colleges, you and the thing is you can't just walk into a college. You have to be a member of the college or walk in with a member. So so yeah. So people off the street can't just walk. Like, you know, like here you can just walk onto campus and you know walk into the engineering building and whatever. Over there, you, yeah. you know, there's there's like. They're, they're kind of like bouncers, but they're called porters, and they check your ID at the door. And every student has an ID with a little flag of their college. And then within their college, you know, they live and eat, and they have you know, every college has its own bar or its own pub. Um, they have social clubs. That's amazing. So they have social clubs for the undergrads, for the grad students, and then for the faculty. You know, and then they also wow. have like for, formal dinners. So like you know, like Harry Potter, where like they have these long tables with candles. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the oh, colleges yeah. hold these sorts of dinners. Wow. So one of my friends, uh, um, who's, who's a Brazilian grad student, the college he was in, um, they have a formal dinner every night, like Harry Potter style, every night where you're wearing gowns. And you have to basically wear kind of like black tie. Like you have to wear 
uh, almost like a tux to dinner every night if you're going to this. Wow. wow. And so you're, you're served like a four-course meal with wine, and it's uh, like 15 pounds. So like $18. Isn't it like a wine with each course too? Yeah. Some, some, some colleges, they do a wine with each course. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So you definitely get this much different, like, be there. you know, Harry Potter-style bubble. You and know. I imagine you're, like, dining and, like, the, you know, in yeah, this and, and so extremely you, old, you, like... All the, all the halls are, you know, building. hundreds of years old. And, and the way that the dining, dining is done is there's a high table. So kind of like Harry Potter, all, all the professors are sitting up at one one table. <laughs> and then they have all these longer tables where, you know, the students are sitting at. But if you have to be invited to a high table dinner. But so some of the other faculty will eat with the students. So you end up being able to interact with people that you just wouldn't interact with in the U.S. So like, for example, like a couple of dinners, I sat next to Nobel laureates. Like nice. one dinner, I sat next, wow. to the, next to the guy who made synthetic B12. So like the actual vitamin shot for B12 deficiency. He's the one that oh. so the guy's like 90, but he won a Nobel Prize for this. And there, there's That's no cool. way there's no way you would interact with a Nobel Prize winner like that, at that scale you know, That's in the amazing. U.S. at all. But in, in, in England and in Cambridge, you do. You I wonder know, if the guy who invented vitamin D was there too. Maybe. I don't know. So the... the, the uh, <laughs> There's a lot to say about vitamin yeah, D in, yeah. in this pod. I'm just You guys know about the Archbishop of Canterbury? He's like the British Pope, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah. So Isn't he the British w- Pope the Queen? No, the Archbishop of Canterbury is the head of their church, right? The I thought the, the British Pope I thought the was Queen the Downton Abbey guy. Is it? Let's conject on that <laughs> yeah, for a minute. Wait, I thought the Queen was the head of the church. I watched... Uh, oh, uh, maybe, my, maybe. I, I guess I King Henry Crown. I a lot of the British No, no I guess you're right. No, so I guess you're probably right. You're probably right. No, you're yeah. probably right, because King Henry uh, VIII definitely did name himself head of the church. So maybe, maybe the... The kings and queens kept nice. that. Do they have any like bake-offs like yeah. in the How British baking, baking show in these doing? halls? Um, nice. No, but definitely baking was a big part of their culture. And so people would talk about different cakes and things. There's, well, they, there's, they, there's yeah. much more of a baked good culture than in the U.S. Like, well, bre- like, like bread over there is a whole, whole other level than us. Well, they yeah. bake, uh, they bake a lot of the, the, the classics, I feel like, in England. Whereas like in America, it's just like... I don't know. Bunch white of cakes, bread, sliced maybe. white bread, and chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of cakes. Like, give me a, give me something fancy. Yeah, they, yeah, have, they have a lot more like pastries and things like yeah, that. Give me more pastries. Give me more short crust. Give me and the other those. thing is like, like, like here, you know, you buy a loaf of bread crust. for the week. Over there, when, when <laughs> you shop for food and, and bake goods, you go every Yogurt. day. So everything is like every fresh day. every day. Yeah. Mm. Did God, you hear a lot of people say what that's like right now? Yeah. Right. Did you hear a lot of people say yogurt? Yogurt, and because I was in a, combu- in a in a combustion lab, they would say <laughs> Tom's methane, vilified methane, methane, and gaseous gaseous methane was one that drove me crazy. What? How about how uh, about aluminium? Did you hear that aluminium? One? So yeah. so that actually is a proper way of spelling it. So the guy who uh fa- or like wrote the paper on like naming the element wrote it two ways in the original original like paper he wrote. You were just trying them out or what? Wow. Or just messed up? Uh, yeah, autocorrect wasn't working too well. So aluminium then. was one and then aluminum was another? Yeah, yeah. So he basically misspelled it twice in the same paper. both right. That's yeah. good. So, so both ways are correct, but they do say aluminium, yeah. Wow. I go to my Gmail and I t- type in an email. I type an email to Google and I find out which is the right way. <laughs> yeah, to good. Yeah. You, you wait, email it takes Google a couple and minutes. say, how do I pronounce this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the right way? Dear what if Google that's how we search stuff? That would be wild. Um, no, it's, you know, the, the these are really weird times right now, and it's really cool to just imagine, like, a setting like that, um, like, where we obviously can't sit down and have a meal with friends right now. Yeah. Um, it's really, that 
Like, thanks for sharing that. That was really cool. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, funny it's because fun to imagine. one of the reasons why Cambridge and the Oxford University system survived is because all the colleges are these big kind of walled in communities. They were safe from the plague. Mm. So they, they, they were oh, the original, wow. the original social distancers. Nice. Yeah. So they're just like living in a social distance dream yeah. right now. So this is, this is where like that story of Isaac Newton, uh, the way he developed calculus was because they were on isolation during one of the, during a plague outbreak. No way. Yeah. That's so that's, crazy. What, that's, that's, yeah. So when you feel unproductive, like think about Isaac Newton developing all the calculus while wow. social well, distancing. Maybe don't think we're going to have but... a breakthrough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're like Jeez. crushing podcasts left and right, so I think we're kind Maybe. of at the same level of productivity. <laughs> yeah, podcasts yeah, are well, the new calculus. That's what I always say. We're going to come up with podcast theory on Wild Conjecture University. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a very polymathy uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, heavy on the poly, light on the math. Am I right? <laughs> oh yeah, um, nice polypod. Well, I feel like we've we've had a it. little little bit of a tour around the the pond there. Yeah. around the walls of cambridge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah. um enjoyable thanks a lot for for joining us pat sure. this has been really thanks for having great, me great great few conversations yeah absolutely and folks. tell your students to listen to this episode i'll i'll, I'll drop but it into my next syllabus extra credit well, yeah, put yeah. it no, credit if they listen. tell them after <laughs> tell them at like the last day because then because it'll obviously reveal the syllabus thing and, then yeah, and to make sure well, that well, they, they, they already had the syllabus question right because i do it at the beginning of the semester mm. so they've, oh, okay. they, they've yeah, already yeah. bore witness to that, that okay trick. so week two week two yeah and and drop like you're gonna have to like drop a little like note in there to make sure they listen like a little like nugget from like the middle of that yeah episode. yeah we can put extra credit in right <laughs> extra now credit in right now <laughs> extra credit uh what was the tow truck driver pro-Brexit or <laughs> anti-Brexit. Yeah. We should leave yeah. a remain. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. cool. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, folks. <laughs> Bye. 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 Cheers. <laughs>